Hello, friends. This is Pastor King, and what a privilege to be with you. Thank you for meeting here and allowing me into your space once again. Last week, we looked at the subject of fear. Isn't it amazing what fear, even in contrast to the facts, can make us do? Remember the 10 spies who went to see the beautiful condition of a bountiful promised land were blinded by fear. They decided to slant the facts in a way to discourage Moses and the nation of Israel from claiming their God-ordained promised land. Fear, if not dealt with, can cause you to do unthinkable things to the point of even fighting against God's agenda for your life, just like the spies did. It's my prayer and hope that you are dealing with your fears. Today, I want us to look at the seasons of life. Do you find yourself sometimes questioning what kind of season you are in? Like really, does it have to be this difficult to be blessed? Does being a Christian have to be this painful at times? In Psalm 1 and verse 3, the Bible says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. As humans, our instinctive tendency is to view the dry, unfruitful, and seemingly unproductive seasons in our lives as painful, afflictions, and unmitigated evil. However, such a view is not in accordance with the facts of life, nor does it even align to biblical realities. In the popular westernized, prosperity-oriented, glow-in-the-dark version of Christianity, problems and persecutions and afflictions and hardships and difficulties are some things that are supposed to just disappear with the right words and right attitudes because we never think that it is part of our Christian life. We are made to believe that they are not supposed to be part of the faith. So some think when they are going through a storm, they are doing so because they did something wrong. That is not always so. You are just experiencing a difficult season. There are seasons of life, good or bad. And God allows the stormy seasons to come to test our faith. In the seasons of not enough, it's imperative you keep your faith. It is your faith that you are supposed to live by, not your income, not your fame, not your degree, or anything of that sort. It is interesting to note that God's trees do not bring forth fruit all of the time. They bring forth in their season. In Ezekiel 34 verse 26, the Bible says, And I will cause showers to come down in their season. There shall be showers of blessings. 
showers of blessings, ladies and gentlemen, are seasonal. Is your faith still in God when the showers cease? Or does it waver? Can you say like the sage Job, that though he slays me, yet will I trust him? Or like Habakkuk, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. You see, the trajectory of your life changes. They are in seasons. Every season is temporary. Therefore, do not make permanent decisions in temporary situations. The Bible admonishes us that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. The emphasis is on the word never. Is the earth still here? Then I declare it to you that seasons will never cease. So you may be in your winter or night season right now. Don't get nervous. The day is coming. Your summer is coming. Every season ends. Winter ends. Spring ends. Summer ends. Fall ends. Every season has a beginning. And so equally every season has an end. You see, if we had no winter, the spring would not be so pleasant. If you are in a trial right now and feeling the weight of it, or you are grieved because of it, I have some good news for you. It will not last forever. Things are going to change. Sometimes it may not seem like it, but that unfavorable season will come to an end. If we did not sometimes have a taste of adversity, achievements and progress and success will not be so sweet. From our text, the Bible says, He is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yield its fruits in season. This means that even those that are planted constantly by the riverbank, that is those that are constantly in the Lord, doing the right things, may or will go through seasons when there is no fruit. Friends, there is a season when there is no fruit. This is not a myth, it's a fact. You may have crossed all your T's and dotted all your I's, paid your tithes, be at every church service, be a good person, work for the Lord, and yet go through a season when there is no fruit. The good news is that their leaves never wither. Leaves are a sign that there is still life. You may not be bearing fruit, but you are grounded in your faith and walking with the Lord. And that means you 
are still alive. There is still life. Hear the word of the Lord. The season of harvest is coming in its due season. Keep on keeping on. The stormy season is temporary. It's just a season. One of my favorite phrases in the Bible is the phrase, it came to pass. Listen, it shall come to pass. Keep your head up and don't forget in the dark what he told you in the light. Your fruit-bearing season is coming. You see, there are seasons of adversity. The wise man says in Proverbs 24 verse 10 that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. If you fail and succumb to adversity, to anxiety or danger, instead of rising to meet the challenge, then you are but a weakling and the strength which you seemed to possess and of which you boasted perhaps is nothing worthwhile. I like the rendering of that text in the Message Bible. It says, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Friend, each one of us have our day of adversity. If you haven't had one yet, keep on living. We can't escape it. But it is in the day of adversity that a person's character is tested. Adversity makes or mars a man or a woman. The person is either the better or the worse for the trial through which he or she has passed. Think about it. What does it mean to faint as a Christian? It is simply to distrust God. Let us learn to trust God in losses, in sufferings, and in waitings. Man's number one problem is our inability to control circumstances. But remember that God, the God that you serve, is in control of the circumstances in our lives. Let me give you an illustration. If you bought a Chevy in 1967, you would pay $3,500 for it. But if you find the same Chevy of 67 in a junkyard with holes in it, beaten and battered, and you put it together, it will cost $80,000 today. Yes, $80,000. What am I saying? When you are beaten and battered and God puts you together, you are worth more than you used to be. It is at this point that like Job, you can say, but he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as pure gold. A friend shared the story on one of our communication platforms. He said, my mother used to cook beans, but before she cooked the beans, she picked the bad and the dirty beans and threw them at our backyard and only cooked the good beans. Though the dirty and bad beans are forgotten, when the rain came, 
they became seed and grew up and looked beautiful. Interestingly, that same person who threw them away started harvesting them and began to realize that the beans she threw away some time ago had value. Now, let me tell you, he went further to say, don't cry when people throw you in the backyard. Don't cry when they reject you. Don't cry while they're looking down on you. The rain is coming. And like the discarded beans, you will flourish again. And the same people who rejected you will invite you. God loves even those that are left out and looked down upon. God will bless you. Just stay connected to him and everyone will see how valuable you are. Be patient with God. Trust in the process and time will tell. Stones will always get thrown in your path. It depends on what you make with them. A wall or a bridge. Remember, you are the architect of your life. One of the critical things you and I need to do when faced with trials is to continue to trust God in the midst of those trials. No matter how difficult, do not unplug your faith. Stay in faith even when things get rough. Keep trusting God and his promises. Why? Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. I like the phrase, a little while. That tells us that the season is going to end. It's just going to be for a little while. It will not last forever. Everything that has a beginning has an end. Keep the faith. Hold on. Things will get better. It might be stormy right now, but it can't rain forever. There is a perpetuity of life. His leave also shall not wither, the Bible tells us. You may be asking yourself, what must I do while I'm afflicted, whilst I'm in pain? I am glad you asked to endure the unfruitful seasons of life. Here are a few recommendations that I have for us. Number one, have the right perspective about adversity. Understand that adversity expands your threshold of endurance and it magnifies your position for promotion. Adversity is used by your enemy as a crisis, but it is used by God as a classroom. So be a good student and learn the lessons. So then, adversity is not an enemy. It is just proof that you have one. Number two, take it one day at a time. It may sound like a cliche, but I mean it. Take one day at a time. Today is the tomorrow you were talking about yesterday. And also remember that today is just a photograph of tomorrow. Therefore, if you are going to change tomorrow, you must change today. I have said many times that life is nothing 
by the collection of days. So whatever dominates your day will dominate your life. Think positively. Take one day at a time. Growing up, one of my favorite hymns, co-authored by uh, Mary John Wilking, was the song titled One Day at a Time. She said, I'm only human. I'm just a woman. Help me believe in what I could be and all that I am. Show me the stairway I have to climb. Lord, for my sake, teach me to take one day at a time. The chorus said, one day at a time, sweet Jesus, that's all I'm asking of you. Just give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday is gone, sweet Jesus, and tomorrow may never be mine. Lord, help me today. Show me the way, one day at a time. Friend, take one day at a time. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. Remember, the sparkle depends on the flaws in the diamond. Number three, have faith in God. What God wants from us in the midst of the dry or fruitless season is to keep the faith and keep on keeping on. When it's all over, we should be able to echo the words of Apostle Paul to his prodigy, Timothy. In 2 Timothy 4, 7, he said, I have fought the good fight and I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I pray for you. May your days be many and your troubles few. Amen. As always, if this content has been a blessing to you, I have one request for you. Subscribe and share this content with your friends and family and be a blessing to them. And if you are ever in the metropolitan area of Minnesota, come by and visit us in person at Christ Covenant Chapel, located at 5452 DuPont Avenue North, Brooklyn Center. We also encourage you to connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. We would love to hear from you and get to know each other better. Until next time, I will see you at the top. Shalom. <music>